Hello, and welcome to Order Within, navigating a world of endless chaos and crisis. Many of us are experiencing inner turmoil, insecurity, anxiety, fears, and isolation. These feelings are only being amplified by news cycles, social media, and never-ending political madness. How do we find our way out of the chaos? How do we find strength within ourselves? How do we find meaning in a world driven by materialism? These questions and many more I aim to answer on the show. My goal is to be a trusted guide on your journey to selfhood. May you find what you seek. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host, Brandon Ward, back with another episode of Order Within. Today we're going to be covering an interesting topic. Now, this being has been the most inspirational being that I've connected with on the planet, Christ. But today's episode is not going to be discussing him and his life, but we're going to cover the energy that he represents, the concept of the Christ energy how it represents the divine and loving essence within each of us, and how this is within all of us throughout humanity. And so we're going to talk a little bit about understanding the Christ energy, the rising of Christ energy, navigating the Christ energy, and then finally why it matters, and then we're going to wrap the episode. But for, I think it's important to note at the top of the show, this, to listen And to lean into Christ and his energy does not mean that you even have to believe in him as a person. And let me explain. I obviously believe in him as a human and his existence on this planet. But not all of you will. Not all of you are faith-oriented people or spiritual people. And that's fine. That's all well and good. I want to offer things for as many people as I can relative to how it may help them. and so. When you're thinking about the energy of Christ, I would ask you to explore not necessarily believing in him, if you don't, but the fact that his story has stayed within humanity for thousands of years. That's an indisputable fact because his story is still present in today's time, and we know, factually speaking, that there have been hints and people who've artifacts and things of that nature that have been discovered over time that point to his potential existence. But the reality is is that his story has existed for thousands of years. The same is true for Buddha, for Krishna, for many of these other religious figures. Whether you believe in a creator or these religious figures or not, if you don't, that's fine. But consider the power of their stories and the continuity of their stories to last for thousands of years. Those are indisputable facts that are relevant to this conversation. And so when we're talking about this, if you are not a believer or you struggle with this type of thing, I would ask you to think about it from that context. From the power that it's had to continue over time and those stories to live on, regardless whether you believe them to be true or not. Let's get into the episode. <clears throat> and talk about first, what is the Christ energy? And how do I think about this? How do others think about this? So Christ energy is the universal essence of love, compassion, and divine consciousness that resides within every individual, 
regardless of religious affiliation. So it's the spark of creation. It's the essence of life. It's the soul, whatever you want to call it. But it's the universal essence. It's the, the core and center to all of life. And again, you don't have to believe in him and his existence on this planet to resonate and lean into that energy. Because energy is what makes up all of life. Quantum physics shows us that. Science shows us this. We understand that molecules and the... Oh man, I'm totally drawing blank on the quantum physics stuff. The, there's a name for the things that move. Dang it. But anyway, that's in there. All those things are in there. That energy, we live in an energetic world. We are energy. We are made up of energy. So thinking about it from this perspective is important because this transcends, it transcends specific religious beliefs and relates to the awakening of our highest potential. So when I think about Christ energy and when many people think about Christ energy, it's the concept of our highest potential reaching our highest potential and moving out of a fear-based way of life. For eons, humans have been living mostly as animals and over time we have slowly been opening up and experiencing our higher capacities. This higher capacity connects to the Christ energy. The Christ energy is the rising of this. It's the birthing of that higher energy, our highest potential. And so it's living within us, but it's up to each of us to cultivate and nurture that energy. So it's not a religious thing. That's not what this is. You can tie it back to Christianity. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of ways to talk about this, but this episode is about the energy of Christ and what it represents and how that lives within each of us. Because something that I've been seeing is simply how much this energy is rising around the world. And so I've been noticing this in many of my interactions. I have met and connected with people through networking, through social media, through work, through careers, all these various paths. And I am continuing to be met with people who resonate with Christ, carry a belief with Him, or a, a love towards Him. Not even if it's, a, again, it's not a religious piece. Some people are religious with it, but it's more so their relationship, their connection to Christ. And to me, that's that energy that lives within all of our hearts. That's the energy that's being called forward within each of us now. And it's happening collectively. And this is happening because we are making a shift away from fear and into that of love, unity, and spiritual awakening. Now, the woo-woo peace-love movement of the 60s and 70s is not what I'm talking about. Love is strong, courageous, forceful at times. We acknowledge what is. Spiritual awakening happens when we acknowledge reality, when we lean into all of it. That includes the negatives, the bad things, the hurt, all the pain. We don't heal and rise. We don't reach our potential until we find the ways to apply compassion to that darkness, through those through that pain, to apply that compassion to that pain. That's what elevates us. That's what enables this rising energy within us. 
So we have to lean into that darkness. We have to lean into the negative components, quote unquote, of reality. We don't rise without facing what is. And that's love. Love is facing what is with courage and bravery and truth and honor. Not running away or denying negativity or darkness or whatever. We lean into that. So as we start to recognize our place in the universe and see the connection that we hold as a human family that goes beyond this life, this world, as we begin to see that we are a part of a universal family, that we exist beyond this world, that there is so much more to life than simply physically existing from living and dying, that there is so much to, to the universe and existence that we do not yet comprehend. That is the, the cosmic epic journey that we are on. That We have the privilege of being able to explore that and lean into that and learn from it. That is incredible. That's an incredible thing that we get to experience. But it's happening all around us. And as we tune more into these higher energies, as we tune more into the future of what we are, the, the future that is calling us forward, this will continue to rise. And when we look at this, you can see it happening in various aspects of our society. There's an increased focus on compassion just for other people, for the earth, for animals, for different perspectives, social justice. Now, I know people have qualms with some of these things. I understand that. We have to realize, too, that everything can be hijacked by political selfish motives and turned upside down to make it a, not serve its original purpose. But social justice, the awareness of injustice in our society affecting all peoples, that awareness is something that exists now that didn't exist 40, 50 years ago and beyond. Those things are rising again, right? All of the recognition, all the changes that have happened in the last 50 years are pointing to the rising of this energy, the focus on compassion and awareness of other people. And more than anything, the collective yearning for deeper meaning and connection. And I think you're seeing a lot of this in younger generations. They're really challenging the concepts of corporate America. They're challenging the concepts of traditional government, the whole two-party system. Millennials and Gen Z are very distrusting of authority, which is fantastic. External authority is a representation of the Pisces age. We are moving into the Aquarian age which is about the future, which is about Christ consciousness, which is about love and compassion and being strong and powerful in our full expression of who we are. And y'all may hear my daughter yelling in the background. My wife's getting her down for, for bedtime. <laughs> but all these things are pointing to this rising Christ energy, all the changes, all the awareness. Now, it's painful initially. There's a lot of pain that comes from this awareness at first. Sometimes it's painful to recognize the problem that we have, but we have to first see it before we can make change. And so there's a lot of disruption. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of divisiveness happening right now. But those are indicators that things are changing. Things are shifting. The old negative downward fo focused roots are rotting out. They're being uprooted. And awareness is where it starts. And then we continue to move through this stuff. So it's happening, though, all around us, which is amazing. 
So that will continue to happen, and it's very encouraging to see, and that's happening within us. So as each of us begin to operate at a higher level, to operate with more compassion in our lives for ourselves and for others, to leverage and learn empathy for ourselves and others, to be mindful of the different starting points that people may come from and the challenges that they face, and again, deploying empathy in in a societal perspective, As empathy and compassion continue to make its way through all areas of our society, this will continue to change. The way we run our governments, the way we run our companies, the way we build our families and our communities. But it's not going to be smooth necessarily out of the block. We're seeing that now. Change often comes with a lot of chaos, but that's encouraging. But now I want to talk a little bit about navigating this Christ energy because I think that's a huge part of it. And so I want to talk about some practical guidance on how you can navigate and harness this Christ energy within yourself. One of the first things that you can do is cultivating self-love and self-acceptance. All that trauma, that anxiety, that depression, that sadness, that isolation, that loneliness, that aloneness that you may feel inside your being right now that you can't shake no matter what, That can all be taken care of, regardless of your backgrounds. Now, you may need help to get you there. I'm not saying you need to do this on your own. Somebody may need to help you facilitate some of the self-love and self-acceptance practices to use a framework that you're unaware of. Doesn't mean you have to do this alone. But no matter what, you can find your way out of that. And it's possible through loving and accepting ourselves fully. That's warts and all. And we have to lean into our pain. We have to lean into those feelings. That We don't embellish those things, but we embrace them. We accept them. We open ourselves to them, and we explore them because they have stories to tell us. If we're experiencing anxiety and stress and depression, those are signals to us that there is misalignment within ourselves, within our being. Those are gifts. It may not seem like it now. I know that's crazy to think that depression could be a gift, but that's actually your body, your intelligence, your universal intelligence, that Christ energy communicating with you, that you need some help, that you need some love, that you need to care for yourself. And the longer we push that off, the more intense those feelings may become. So if you're experiencing that and you're experiencing that rising feeling, leaning into acceptance and love for yourself, leaning into those pain, that those feelings and exploring them with compassion and understanding with empathy, that you may have experienced things when you were young that weren't your fault, that you had to learn to deal with them and navigate them, and you did the best you could, and it's okay to feel the way that you do. It's okay to feel anger or sadness or bitterness, rage about things that you experienced when you're young. That's okay. That's how you cultivate that self-love and self-acceptance. And as you do that for yourself, you naturally are able to do it for others. It's a skill. It's a two-way, bi-directional movement. So as we learn it for ourselves, we increase our ability to do this with others. That leads into the next one, which is practicing compassion and kindness towards others. That is another representation of that Christ energy, but it's impossible to do that if we are empty. That's why it starts with ourselves. We have to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first. You know, when you fly a plane, that's what they tell you. You can't help anybody if the plane's going down and you can't breathe. So we got to first get our own oxygen supply. That's where self-love and self-acceptance and self-care come into play. 
as we begin to heal and love and honor ourselves, honor ourselves as children of God and life, even if you don't want to be the spiritual religious perspective, you are a child of creation. You are a child of life. That's a reality. You were born on earth. You exist within a universe and you are made up of energy. So take all the religious connotation out of it. You're still an energetic universal being because you exist. So by learning that and accepting that, you can start to build and fill your cup up. And as we become full and we begin to overfill, compassion and kindness towards others is the next natural step. But we have to start with ourselves. But then start deploying it. Start sharing it. Start leaning in. Start loving other people. Be firm and strong in that compassion, in that kindness. We don't have to be meek and weak. I think that's a misconception of, of, of the Christ energy is that it's somehow meek or passive. It is not at all. It's very active, very forward, very strong. So practice that with strength and force. Be bold and courageous in your movements. That's the way. This is the way to navigate that Christ energy. Another thing is to embrace spiritual practices that resonate with your personal beliefs. So that doesn't need to be religious. A, a friend of mine who's becoming a very good friend of mine, he's in a coaching pod. He is not a religious guy, but he talks about meditation and mindfulness as his spiritual practice. Writing and meditation are his spiritual practices. Find what works. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's Pilates. Maybe it's lifting weights. Whatever that is, lean into your spiritual practices. Be mindful during those times. And communicate your ideas and values. Share and think to yourself. So write about it. So if you have an activity, layer in writing to communicate to yourself. Journaling is an incredible thing. So if you have activities and you couple that with journaling, you can turn all those things into spiritual practices. You can make cleaning your house a spiritual practice if you do it with intention and compassion and gratitude. So it's all about cultivating those practices that make sense and resonate with you and your personal beliefs to make them meaningful to you. It really doesn't matter what it is. It's just how you do it. That's what matters. Make it your own, though. You can use the world as a means to learn and find ideas, but you can also get creative and just move towards what draws you in and build your own practices that way. But you'd be surprised at how powerful that can be. For me, it's prayer, it's meditation, it's journaling, it's spending time in nature. All of these things can become our own spiritual practices that resonate with our personal beliefs. And then finally, engaging in acts of service and contributing to positive change, particularly in our communities. I think something we have to get out of, now I publish a ton of content on social media. Social media is an incredible thing for some reasons. It can be very helpful. It's given the people a voice. Now, the, the powers that be are absolutely trying to change that around the world with all the censorship activities. But I, you can't put Pandora, you can't put it back into Pandora's box. Like, it's out. So there's a lot of positivity that's happening from social media. But acts of service and contributing to positive change are most likely and ideally will be happening in your local communities around you now. That's the best way to make an impact in a meaningful, loving way. 
to be of service in your community, to contribute to positive change in your community by serving locally. It could be picking up trash on the side of the road. It could be volunteering at a homeless shelter. It could be doing a, a brother-sister type mentorship, big sister, little sister type mentorship relationship. It could be going to your church and, and building homes for Habitat for Humanity. There are so many ways that we can pro- get involved and be active in our community and, and provide acts of service. It can be small, tiny things that we do every day. Being kind to strangers, complimenting someone that we don't know, sharing some love, just saying something nice to someone that works at a restaurant or a coffee shop, complimenting the things that they're wearing, their earrings or their hair, just giving kindness, being kind. We are so critical and judgmental to one another now. It's very sad. And as a part of the coaching program that I'm in, Part of this framework is helping us to see that. And once you start to see it, you see how critical and judgmental we are of not only ourselves, but other people. Just go on social media and you're going to see that rampant. So we can change that balance. We can, re, we can shift more into the direction of love by being kind to our fellow humans and treating one another with care and respect. That goes a long way. Active listening can be an act of service and contribute to positive change. Simply hearing someone and the emotions that they're sharing and being present with them can be an incredible act of service. So being present and intentional with people in small ways, particularly in your local communities, is a phenomenal way to contribute and create positive change. If all of us started doing this locally, the world would transform, like almost instantly. But we often think about change as needing to happen at these huge levels and high levels, which they do, but they will. And that will all start by the roots. The grassroots is where all of this builds. And that starts with each of us in our communities doing these things. And those efforts start to reach out and trickle out. And over time, culture changes and everything at a high level shifts. It's a process. But it starts with us every day at the grassroots level. When we do this, when we, start to, when we start to activate this Christ energy and we start to cultivate it in our life and we allow that energy to lead us, this universal, loving, intelligent, kind, compassionate energy, and we start to align with that, our lives transform. That's what this energy is. It's transformative. It is not stagnant or standing still. It is transformative, future-oriented, moving forward. So this is going to impact everything that you do in your life, your personal growth, your relationships, your career, and ultimately society as a whole. It starts with each of us, but this power is transformative. And we lean into that bit by bit, day by day, and activating these things one little thing at a time. But I can promise you, y'all, this energy is absolutely transformative, without a doubt, without a doubt. But by activating it in your life, you will begin to see that transformation. So I definitely encourage you to lean into some of these practices and start doing this because the last section of the the show here is why does Christ energy matter so much? And the significance of embracing and embodying this Christ energy within ourselves has huge broader implications. One is it's going to create a more loving and compassionate world. And when we think about the idea of Christ coming back, for me, this is what it means. 
Now, I hope to be on earth if Christ does actually come back again as a human. I would love to be here when he does. Again, you don't have to believe this. I'm just saying personally. I would love to be here when he does. But what I really believe is that Christ is already here. He is back, but he's living with each, within each of our hearts. And this change, this returning of Christ is a collective change. It's a collective returning. And as each of us activate this Christ energy within us and live closer and aligned with this energy, we will transform and change the world. And that Christ energy collectively will transform everything that we're experiencing. I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that's why there are so many people here that have come to this planet at this time to bring that energy. It's a part of our mission, our purpose here. I think that there are many people in the world that resonate and feel this call to action, this call, this energy within them. I think for many of you, it may not be clear what it is. I felt that way for so many years of my life. But as I've gotten older and I've done this work and I've realized with clarity and prayer and meditation, that's what this is. It's rising in all of us and it's calling us forward. We are the spiritual warriors of life and that's why we're here. That's why we're on this planet. So if this mission resonates with you, if this message resonates with you, that is Christ calling you forward. Again, you don't have to believe in Christ the man. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to think about this from an energetic perspective as energetic beings living in an energetic world. His story has lived on. So this energy is within us. And this is what will allow us to shift from a fear-based consciousness to a love-based consciousness. The battle, the struggle, the tension that we're experiencing in our world today is because of that fear-based consciousness and that love-based consciousness. They are separating. The old world is dying out, a fear-based way of living, and the new way of life is rising, the love-based way of living. Again, that's not this hippy-dippy shit that I'm talking about. But it is moving with courageous love and impact. But it's going to be a struggle, y'all. There's a lot of this old stuff, this old world that's not letting go. But it will. And it will become more possible as we rise and allow this energy to activate within us. And as we shift in our own lives away from a fear-based way of living to a love-based way of living, our lives change. We start to impact the people around us, our communities, and this energy starts rippling. It's like a flame. You touch another candle to another candle and it lights. We all have the capacity to be this torch, this, this torch bearer, to carry this Christ energy with us and transform it and transfer it to other people because the potential is within each of us. And as we activate it in ourselves, we allow ourselves to share that energy with others and they can then take that spark and grow it from within. It's a beautiful thing. It's a collaborative thing. And that's the last bit there is it fosters unity and connection among individuals and communities through this. So it fosters unity and connection among our individuals and communities by this energy. That's the nature of it. That is the essence of it because the Christ energy sees our connection as universal beings. It sees us as a family. It sees the great expansive journey that we're on and the journey to explore information and knowledge. What an incredible privilege it is to be alive and present on this planet today. If you're here and you're listening to this, 
know that. If you are consumed by darkness, I promise you, you can find your way out. Just call this energy into your life. Let it lead you. Activate it. That's the way you can rise from the ashes, as they say, and become your whole full self. It's within each of us. That's the beautiful thing about it. Understanding the importance of this, guys, and how it's rising around the world and how it's changing and the tension that we're experiencing in the world, in my mind, is a reflection of this change. And it's an incredible time to be alive. We're going to see this energy sweep around the world. It's going to change each of us, change our lives, change our communities, and it's going to be such an amazing experience. It's going to be hard as hell, but it's going to be amazing as well because we can't fathom the riches and the rewards. And I'm not talking about material. I'm talking about the spiritual, energetic richness and rewards that come with this energy. There's so much love and beauty in it. It's amazing. I just, I'm excited to be sharing it. I I love this stuff. I've clarified this work over years too, and I hope it resonates with you. So if you are feeling it, let it lead you. Call it into your life. Embrace that energy. Do your best to embody love and compassion first for yourself so you can heal, and then allow yourself to fill up and, and share that energy with the world. It is absolutely possible, no matter how dark of a situation you may find yourselves in now, you can transform and change your life. This, the Christ energy, is the transformative energy of our world, and it's transforming our world now. So we all have a choice to make, and if you're feeling that call, I encourage you to lean into it and let it lead you, because it will not, it will take you to places that you can only imagine in your life. That fulfillment, that enrichment, that purpose. It all lives within this energy. All right, y'all. That's all I got for today's episode. Man, I really loved, I love this topic. I hope you resonate with it. I hope you're digging the the podcast in general. Episode number 58, we're almost at 60. I'm already over a year. I love this. It's so much fun. So I, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're finding the content valuable, helpful, practical, and inspiring because that's my aim is to help you create that order within yourself living in this chaotic world that we do. If you want to reach me, gang, I'm on Twitter at Brandon Lee Ward. You can reach me on LinkedIn at Brandon L. Ward. My site is brandonleeward.com. So I'm available, y'all. Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts. Share some ideas. You got a podcast episode you'd like me to run? You want me to write some threads on something? Hit me up. I'm out there. This is what I do. I love it. I love it. So I appreciate y'all. Really appreciate your time. With that being said, until next time, y'all. Thank you for listening to Order Within. If you found the episode helpful, please consider sharing, rating, and subscribing. New episodes will be released every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, y'all.